You are tuned into Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. Real lives, real stories, and real hope through transformational leadership. You have entered the safe zone. The safe space for creatives, executives, business owners, dreamers, and leaders of the new school. Sharing tips, tools, and resources to thrive with authenticity as authorities on a global scale. Transformation is power, and so is your truth. Stay tuned for The Real Deal with Anika and her guests. Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me one of my favoritest people in the whole wide world. It's Lisa Peranzo. Hey, Lisa. Hey, oh, I am so excited to see your face. I've been looking forward to this for like a week. Because yeah. you know you're my buddy. I, you know, we've met how many years ago? And I've been a guest on the podcast a few times. But mm-hmm. I'm like, this my people. Oh, thank God. I get to talk to my people today. I was actually in the shower this morning thinking about the fact that I may very well, we've been talking about for years that I may be stationed in the same place as you. And what would that look like? First of all, I would be in shape that would probably be the first thing that would happen because you make me feel extremely guilty. The second thing would be, um, hmm, I probably would not be at my desk as much. um, And I would probably laugh a whole lot more. Oh, see, that makes my heart happy. It is true because you just, I don't know, you are the real deal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You too, though. Girl, please. You know, you just, this has been like the hugest well because we were kind of like pre-calling talking about all the things of last year but this has been like one of the biggest benefits is being able to connect with people everywhere like you're in Hawaii I'm in California but like look at us if you get orders to California you better text message me like oh you know I will right by me the base is gigantic I, I I absolutely will because I have never been I've visited the west coast but I've never lived on the west coast and honestly it's my biggest fear really yeah, I don't know. I'm an East Coast girl. You know, I've oh. lived in New York, North Carolina, you know, Florida. Um, seems like somewhere else. Oh, Alabama. But yeah, you were in Alabama when I met you. Yeah, and it's just, it's different, but I'm sure it's not much different from here because a lot of people from Hawaii live in San Diego and even they call um, Las Vegas the Ninth Island. I mean, Las Vegas is too hot for me. I think you would like San Diego because I think you would prefer the weather because we don't have the like crazy weather swings. We have weather. We don't have seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like Hawaii is just hot all the time. Like, uh-huh. it's, hot, it's humid. It's island weather. Like right now it's like 65 degrees. It's really nice. You could go outside, take a walk if you wanted. I would have but a hoodie you- on. Yeah, like you could have the hoodie on, but you could be like, I'm in a long sleeve shirt. You could be in a short sleeve shirt, be good. Like that's, that's why I like it here. Mm-hmm. Pay for that weather, but. That part. See, that's the part I'm not looking for because I'm like over this whole, whole, everybody's like, you're so lucky you live in Hawaii. I'm like, you have no oh, yeah. idea the cultural cachets going on over here. And the cost of food in Hawaii is a lot. Let me tell you something. A gallon of milk's $5 right now. Don't play. My kids might be putting water in their cereal. No, just kidding. Y'all don't, don't, don't call child services. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See, that's where, but that's why I think you would be okay though, because 
the cost of living in terms of the food and stuff is less here than what you're used to there. You're right. You're right. It is, it is definitely better. Um, anything has got to be better than when you're trying to go somewhere, having to put your car on a ship. That's the part that I'm feeling some kind of way about right now. Like my poor <laughs> car can't take it anymore. I might get stuck in a barge again. Like oh, no. <laughs> the kind of issues I have that people uh, know nothing about. I'm telling you. Military spouse life is a very real thing, man. I need to have another podcast on that. I haven't done one in three years. Oh, I will totally jump in on that with you. That is, that is a, a thing. It is mm. a vibe. It is, you know what though? That just ties into all that stuff we were talking about earlier. I, I won't curse because I don't want to for your audience, but when we were like, you just, you just handle it. What's, That's the way of the military spouse. Like we just handle it. And the sad thing about it is it's almost like nobody knows. Like everybody's like, oh, they go out and they fight war and they do this and they do that. And I'm like, the things that happen in one day while they're at work, just one day. I but literally, Nico, I just got a phone call from the doctor. I had to not answer it. And I'm like, oh Lord, now what's going to, what? what's going to catastrophize by the time I actually call her back? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's just girl, one thing. You know that they don't even realize it too. I, the, my husband's last deployment. So he came home and fall of 2019 from the South Pacific. I mean, he just barely, barely missed the COVID outbreak over there. And we were sitting on this like post-deployment command dinner that his little command puts on is very nice. You know, whatever his CEO comes up to me and he goes, you know, he's trying to like, uh, like spark she, conversation, yeah, like BS with me a little bit. Right. I couldn't think of the non-curse word. <laughs> and he goes, so how was deployment? And I go, well, you know, like it was a deployment, a different appliance <laughs> broke in my house every single week. Like I had, I went to the ER three times with my kid for fever, like this happened, that, and his, and he, his face just flat drop, like the jaw started to drop. He started to do like this. But his wife standing next to him was just like, mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. happened to me. My husband left for 30 days and the washing machine broke. And I'm like, literally, well, see, this, this is the thing. It was breaking, but I thought maybe I was incompetent. So I thought maybe it was my fault that the water operator. would not leave. Yeah. You know, I was like operator error. So then he leaves and he's like, no, I tried. He drained it. And then I pushed the button again and create water again. And then the water's stuck in there for like two weeks. He's gone for 30 days. You know, COVID's happening. He's quarantined over there. I'm, I'm like, you know, and then I'm thinking to myself, but he hasn't come back in his house. So I don't know what happened over there because I know what's happening over. And now he has to come back. But let me tell you something. I used to joke because, you know, I would tell spouses all the time, like, you know, they're like, I can't wait for him to leave. And I was like, as he was gone, those days got longer and longer because I was like, I am the only one. I am the yes, the no, the ride, the all that. Like, you don't realize how much they do, even just somebody else coming in the house. I mean, I've been stuck in a house for three years with three kids, with homeschooling, with working. And it's great when I get on the computer and I get to talk to people like you. And then I go back and sit on a couch and realize I'm these white walls are literally about to have pads on them. Because I'm like, this is, I, I don't even want to go outside, but then I want to go outside, but then I don't. It's like, <laughs> and then I'm just sitting here waiting to find out my new fate. And I mean, I have never, I mean, I'm a new spouse. So this is my 
I wasn't PCS to the last place. We got married at the last place. So this was officially my first PCS, but he's ready to go to the next spot. And I'm, all I'm thinking about is what's going to break? Where is it going to be? I don't get to pick it. Is it going to be cold? Um, and my kids are all like, I want snow. I want snow. And I'm like, do you know how much it's going to cost for whole new wardrobes? And I mean, socks, I mean, slippers is what people wear here. They're called slippers, not flip-flops. And so I don't even know how much my life is going to flip upside down in the next six months, but it's going to happen. And I don't think I have any choice. No. And so I'm kind of, I don't even know how I feel. That's fair, but you're going to go into that and my husband's going to deploy. So we will just lean on each other as we do. Girl, from I got you. Yes. Oh no, mine has to go one more time before we leave. Of course he does. Cause of why course. Well, they shipped him off before we even got our furniture. And then he told me, no, we had our furniture. We got it like the day before I left. I'm like you're my like, first no, PCS, it's seriously. First PCS and they send you off for 30 days while I'm on an island by myself mm -hmm. with, I'm like, yeah, over it already. But you know, I just, I pray a whole lot and yes. I'm going to start working out, which is where you come in because I've been yeah. saying this since I met you, it hasn't rubbed off yet, but tell everybody <laughs> what you do. <laughs> So I am the CEO and founder of a company called A Healthful Life, which is designed to help busy moms find health again, because like, let's just take it back. I got really frustrated with the health industry. That's a great sense to start this with, because I, I felt like two things were happening. It was this, you have to work out multiple hours a day, every single day to be in shape. And also you only, you can only do this kind of workout or this kind of workout. Mm -hmm. And I was getting frustrated because that's not realistic for like 90% of the population that does not work. Most people you're working full time, you have kids, let's just toss in a pandemic for funsies because apparently we weren't bored <laughs> enough. And, and now we have all these other things on our plate I don't have the time to go and work out two hours a day. Like I want to work out two hours a day. Well, maybe you don't. That's fine if you don't. No judgment <laughs> at all. Like, you know that you need to do it, but you literally can't add in hours in the day. You know, you have all these things that are demanding and pulling on your time. Five of them are in your house outside that room right now. <laughs> I got to go get one from school in a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't have that luxury. And what I also found as a trainer, so I, I officially left corporate America in 2012 to go into fitness full time. I started in fitness in 2008. And what I had noticed was this, like, you have to do it this way. And it wasn't taking into account things that happen with our bodies. Mm -hmm. I am not allowed to run because of a very serious prior injury that you and I have talked about on other podcasts. Go back and listen to them. If you want to know that story, <laughs> like we're being efficient with our time. Okay. I'm not allowed to run. I tell my clients all the time. If you see me running, I'm being chased better start running. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm right. <laughs> you know, some people like 
What if you tweaked your back? Four bulging discs. There are things that are contraindicated for that injury that you should not do because they are not safe. And the thing is, is that we don't realize that unless you're a professional in this industry and then you do. I realize it because people think it's an excuse. And I, my husband, he's green. He runs three miles in the morning. And yesterday he's like, you said you wanted to walk. You said you wanted to walk. And I, I explained to him, okay, me walking leads to hurting the next day. Like I can tell when my sciatic nerve is acting up. I can tell when my disc is bulging more than usual and it feels like it is sticking out of my skin. And so it doesn't mean that every day I'm supposed to but sitting in this chair is now hindering my health. Finally went to PT and booked an appointment to start again because I have to do this like on an episodic basis because the alternative is that they want to implant a TENS unit in my spine. Oh, no, thank you. That part. It's the pass. Exactly. (laughs) See, see, see. That face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. But but that's that's exactly like my point in all of this is that you can't do certain things Mm -hmm. if it's going to hurt you more Mm -hmm. you know there's a certain way that women who are pregnant should work out when you're postpartum how you should work out you know if you are menopausal postmenopausal going into hysterectomy if you've had a hysterectomy if you've had knees and like i can i've been so so blessed to have worked with people who have been so diverse and what they've brought to the table mm-hmm. and my like ultimate purpose was let's find a way to make health accessible for everyone mm. regardless of what you bring to the table because i truly do believe if you can find a way that it is accessible for you it's going to have this like inherent appeal to you because it's not going to hurt you. It's going to feel good. And then you're going to be like, okay, I can do this. And then you're going to be more likely to do it again and again and again, and then it will just become part of your life. But even that is making it work into your schedule. What if you don't have an hour to work out? What if you only have 30 minutes? Girl, you can get a good workout in in 30 minutes if you know what to do. I girl, when I when I moved to Alabama and married this man, I felt like a, a bump on a log. I, I felt like a whale marrying a fish. And I was just like, I gotta do something because I don't want him to think I'm fat and lazy. And so I joined Beachbody. Man, I almost died. Oh, I almost died, almost died. But it did teach me that 15 minutes is all you need because I almost died in those 15 minutes and I was hanging in there for broke down girl. I don't doubt it at all because you're tough, dude. You are super, super tough and you are very, very resilient. So I don't doubt you're the personality that can like really put out in a workout. Like if if someone's pushing you and they're motivating you, I do not doubt you can push yourself, but you'll push yourself to the point of injury. That's my fear. And so I used to be a weightlifter. So I was raped when I was 14 and I made the decision that I would never be a victim again. And I've never been one for cardio. And I knew that about myself. I ran track, but I was more of the shot put discus girl. So, you know, I did that too. And then I just focused on lifting and strengthening. And so, I mean, I think at one point, I'm not even lying. I think I can leg press 600. 
Like it was before I got into like more car accidents. It was like, I swear it was like bumper cars in Florida. Everybody rear-ended us. Before that happened, I mean, I was, I was going. And, and so ever since then, this has now turned to flab. And I've been saying like, what can I do to tone and strengthen what's already there? Because I actually, I love to lift. Like I, like I said, you know, a lot of these workouts, it's all about cardio, all about cardio. Well, I can't breathe. I will cough up a lung. I mean, that's what 20 years in Newports does for you. But I'm just saying, like, I love what you stand for because there are times in, in my day over the last three years where I'm like, I need to call Lisa. Because I feel like if somebody gave me a recipe, you know, even like a meal, like one week of a meal plan, you know, because when I go to the commissary, I can't think of, okay, what can I make? What can I do? Like, I need somebody to give me a plan because my brain is in so many different places. Right. But if I had it here, I would then make it. It's the coming up with the stuff. And if right. you you told me like for 15 minutes each day, just do one of these three things and then alternate them three times a week, I would be able to do it. And this uh-huh. is what you do for people is that you actually like, you, you gather the information, determine, okay, what are you dealing with? What are you working with? What are your goals? Okay, this is how I can help you achieve those goals. Yes, because this is the thing, going back to your commissary analogy, which is a grocery store for all my civilians, okay. <laughs> you said that, and I pictured our commissary. And what I'm picturing in my head is the insanely busy parking lot where I feel like I'm gonna die, because no one's watching where they're going. <laughs> Stop it. You know I'm right. You know well, this I'm depends right. on whether you go to Army or Navy. Navy. See, I got both over here. I got I we got all I, five branches over here. You do. And I have been to the Army commissaries multiple times. It's quieter here because the Navy exchange here is huge in the middle of the island where everybody goes. And that's the parking lot where you can get killed. Exactly. Yeah. But I know. Walk, yeah, you know exactly what I mean. But then you walk into it. And it just, there is just stuff. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. And there's boxes and it's just so overwhelming. Like even thinking about it now, I have like a visceral reaction. I'm like, that is too much. So of course you don't know what to cook when you know I immediately forget what I went in there for the minute I walk inside. I walk inside and I'm just like, and then I get home and I'm like, and I live like 20 minutes to the closest base. And, and for those that you that may not know, that's the difference between $2 between every product. So, you know, we're out of ranch, we're out of ketchup. Well, do I wanna go to the closest store and spend $5 for ketchup? Or do I wanna go spend $3 for ketchup? And God forbid, I pick up more than ketchup because I literally went to Walmart one time, spent $300 and in Hawaii, you have to pay for your bag or bring your own bag. And so I remember, I think I had one bag and I, I wanted to cry. I, I wanted to cry because I was like, I was too lazy to go to the commissary. And it just literally, now I can't buy something else because I was lazy. But to your point, it's that 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 chaos of the, the many things we do. And I have these great ideas when I sit and watch Chopped. Girl, yeah. I love Chopped and Bobby Flay, like, and Diners, Dives and Drives. And, and, I, I have these amazing ideas and even the Alexa, you know, if I tell her what to put on a shopping list, she'll put it on there, but you know, that's just too convenient. Right. But it's the same with working out. Cause the, the, I tell my clients all the time, I don't deal with idiots. I don't, 
y'all are smart people. <laughs> Get you laughing at me, but you know I'm right. You know I am. You guys know exactly what it takes to be healthy. It's the overwhelm factor because even- We need somebody to tell us what to do. Exactly. It's the and accountability too. It's the accountability piece of it. And it's the having it, like having all that stuff planned out so that when you're like, okay, I have 20 minutes, you're not spending 10 minutes of it going into YouTube, <laughs> Googling workouts. And then you're like, is this, is this going to be a good workout? Does this person know what they're doing? Am I going to get hurt as a result of this? <laughs> It becomes all the things. It it's the interwebs of the commissary. You're like, I can't handle it. I'm laughing because I Google it and I even print it out and then I put it on this table that you're looking at. <laughs> I, if you're if your audience, if nothing else, right now, I'm gonna shamelessly plug myself. My Instagram, every single day I put a workout up. Every what? single day in my stories. I put up a workout. All you have to do is screenshot and save it. My IGTVs, workouts, up, save them. I know. I don't there. look at them anymore because you're either hanging upside down or you got a leg in the air doing something that I can't do. So I quit looking. Oh, no, that do, that's not necessarily what the workout is. So you don't need to be worried about that. It's just all. intimidating because I'm like, look at Lisa. Fair. Look at, look at Lisa. <laughs> I don't know if it's jealousy, envy. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the, the feeling is, like, but I always, you always look amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But the workouts are designed to be accessible for everyone. And I, I encourage the conversation too. This is the thing for me. When I, when I got hurt and I gained all that weight and I was like, I got to ditch this weight. And then when I had my human and I was like, I got to ditch the post baby weight not lose it. I needed to ditch it because losing implies that you're looking for it because it's lost. It's not lost. I don't want it anymore. It needs to be bye-bye. When all that was happening, what I wanted was someone to just be like, do this. And if you have questions, let me know. So that's what I, that's what I do. Do that. Don't go off the picture. I understand what you're saying. (laughs) Don't go off the picture. Go into the caption, save it. The picture is there to grab you. You know, we all look at that. What we do is we just look at the picture. Mm-hmm. Look at the caption, look at the workout. If you're like, okay, I don't know how to do this exercise. Send me a message. Let me know. I'm the only one that will respond to my DMs on social media. No one else does that for me. If you're like, oh, I really want to do this workout, but I'm not sure what kind of weights to choose. Or can I do this body weight? I don't expect you to know the answers. You don't do this for a living. I do. If you're like, man, my back feels really funny today. And I don't think I really hurt myself, but I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. How can I change it so that I know I'm going to be okay? Mm -hmm. Send a message. Let me know. Start the conversation. That's all that it takes. Because the more people I can help, the better the more accessible I can make this for people, the better. It doesn't have to be that complicated. And I I mean, for me personally, it was like, if I'm getting overwhelmed by the plethora of information, all you guys have to be past the point of overwhelmed to the point where you don't want to do it in the first place. Ding. Right? (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Because that is a, that is a human reaction mm-hmm. when it's something that's like kind of optional. Mm-hmm. 
okay, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. This is, I tell my clients all the time, they, oh God, these poor women, they probably get so irritated with me. We'll be like going through something. They'll get annoyed with me because it's like kind of hard, but I know that they can do it. And I will kind of borderline mock them and be like, oh my God, this is stupid. <laughs> Cause I know that that's what they're thinking. That this is so dumb right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're still going to do it and you're going to, and it's going to be okay. And you're going to be successful with it. You're going to have fun and you're going to like it. Oh, stop it. No, you're not. <laughs> stop. That's silly. <laughs> See, I'm good if I'm having pain and laughing. Cause that's normally what happens. Because my physical therapist, I love her. She's a Coast Guard wife. And oh, she, yeah. I, I can't do anything but love her, but she's a marathon runner, you know? Oh, and so she, and she doesn't even have pity on me anymore. And that's why I quit oh. going because she, I can't, I can't BS her. And so I quit going because I felt bad and I was, and that's what you need though. When you have somebody that you respect, you're scared to let them down more than you are afraid of not committing. You know, she made mm. it possible for me to show up even when I didn't want to show up because I respected her and her knowledge right. and her commitment to it. And so that's what you bring to the table too. And, and I always say that because one of the, the goals of this platform is that I want people to know, like, and understand what we do, why we do it and what it, why, what it's really meant for because right. coaching, you know, there's so many coaches out there. There's so many different things and people have perceptions of things. I mean, you got some people that do, you know, virtual yoga, you've got different mindset, you've got NLP, you've got all these different things, but I really want everyone to know the difference between coaches so that they know who can help with what, because yeah. when you have a team and every woman needs a team, like I have been in a state of mind for the last nine months of building my team because I now have identified my goals and that I've identified the areas of my life. And I have figured out that I need people to help me plan how to bridge the gap between my goals and my existence, because mm -hmm. I can't fill that gap. You know, every time I go in the store and I'm like, I need Lisa just to write a recipe down. Like just, I need her to give me a grocery list, you know, because when I go in there and I see Japanese yams and, and Chinese yams and Vietnamese yams and, and I'm just like, I don't want to eat it. I'm just going to go to the kiosk out here and get me something because I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't have time to figure it out. And on Sundays, I always like Sunday's my planning day. And I wind up just, you know, being like overboard, buh, 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 buh. Uh -huh. and it doesn't happen. And then my kids, when I write stuff down and say, this is what you can choose from, they choose from that. And so I have realized that if I have somebody else do it, I'm not angry, it's done. And I, I have a sense of relief because it's right. Yes. And at this point in the game, and I think quite frankly, after everything that was 2020, and I realize 2022. Where did 2021 go? You know where it, it went by in a flash because we're also processing what happened last year. So that team is becoming even more important because we're, we're still trying to figure out what happened and trying to come out of it. And, and all that did was demand on our time and our resources more. Mm -hmm. So the power of having a team becomes 
that much more important because you don't have the bandwidth to think about what to do. That's the word bandwidth. Right? Like I, I don't have, and I get that. I got white noise. Mm. And sheer exhaustion at this point. Man, yesterday, I was, ex- and you know what? I noticed this yesterday. When you're a strong person, people don't expect you to get tired. Yep. That was my day yesterday. I was like in that point where I was ready to tell everybody that knew me what I really thought because it's like you don't even recognize somebody's breaking point. Just because I make it look good, apparently, which I I mean, because I was trying to figure out, I'm not saying this and this is not ego, but I mean, I was like, how can I display broke, like done, like closed for shop? I mean, I can't take that one more question, not one more thought, not one more suggestion, not one more request, not one more nothing. And I will let you know what day I can start taking them again. And my husband comes bouncing in the house. I mean, he's bouncing. I said, did you drink gummy bear juice? Like, why do you have energy? It, it, It is disgusting. I mean, literally, is there, do you have one of them things in a balloon, like the, you know, the, the, the balloon, permanent balloons and balls yeah, where yeah. you pull the air out? Like, I, cause I will pop it right now. Like, mm-hmm. what is wrong with you? And he's like, I told you about vitamins. You need to take, I'm like, I swear I will hide everything in this house. But and you're like, that's not what I need to hear right now. No, no, because I mean, Mental exhaustion is, it, you know, let's be real. Anxiety and depression are no longer abnormal. They're no longer rare. They, grief right now is real. It doesn't matter if you're grieving a person, a place, or a job. You know, everybody is in a state of grief right now, in a state of shock, in a state of, of uncertainty. You could be grieving how much life has changed. It could be, it could be that kind of loss. I'm grieving my children going to school. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't struggle with the decisions I made, but I struggle with the fact that they're suffering mm. because of the way the world is. I mean, I'm sure they'll blame me and I'm cool with that because well, when they're 25, they'll understand why they don't go. And you're their mom, not their friend. Exactly. So whatever, let them be mad at you. I'm getting used to that. I'm getting used to that now. And it, it feels kind of good because I'm standing in my truth and I'm standing in my decisions and I'm not making excuses or apologies anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is a great state to be in. And that's actually where me and you both work hard to get every woman. Yes. But no it, apologies, it, no excuses. Yeah. But it takes us all banding together to do it together. And that was, that was my biggest thing. When I made the leap from corporate America into the fitness industry I, I was thinking to myself, like, how do I want this to look for me? How do I want this to be? And what it was, was what kind of environment do I want to create? I know the things about the fitness industry that I don't like. And I know that if I don't like them, I'm not alone in that. So if I'm not alone in that, how do I counteract that to create an environment for people that is conducive for all people where what happens is you walk out feeling stronger, more successful, more accomplished than when you walked in. 
knowing that you can go into a place that is of complete support and zero judgment for wherever you're at today to be able to walk away going, I did that for myself. That was not a sacrifice for my time. That was sacred time for me. So now I can go and adult more effectively for everything else that's in my life that demands my time. Because nothing makes a person feel smaller in my world than walking out of a workout, beating yourself up and letting that negative, you know, that negative internal voice, that critic, that inside critic take over and tell you that you could have done better. You could have done this. You could have done that. And I was like, no, this is, this is not what I'm doing. I am creating a space for people to come in, to step into their strength and their authenticity, to be successful with whatever is put in front of them for what works the best for them today. Because that confidence and that, that endorphin rushing feeling gives you power to get through the rest of your day, your week or whatever, you know, until I see the person again, it fuels you. And when you know that you can do that with a team of people around you who are not going to make you feel less than Mm -hmm. it's, it becomes an even bigger thing. It's addictive because I'm now getting into a space where there are certain people now that. I hold near and dear like you it doesn't matter how long between the times we talk mm-hmm. it never mattered and I, I don't even realize now how many years we've been doing what we're doing because it's just like we're, we're we're living the military spouse life in the midst of it and people don't know that just makes your time I'm just down days until retirement <laughs> i'm telling you man you don't even want to know i'm 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 looking at some years and i'm just like lord give me strength <laughs> <laughs> i look i thought that i was facing challenges in life and he always shows me that you thought that was hard. Guess what's <laughs> next? And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but you know, it's when you when you have the opportunity to do it with people that that you respect and value. One of the things for me that this journey has taught me is that we all are gifted in so many different ways, but we complement each other so well because. You know, if I don't know something, I know that I have a network of women that I call and one of y'all has gone and gotten certified and got the template and, 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 you know, oh yeah, here you go, girl. I mean, exactly. literally like right now, yesterday I was thinking about, I was like, I need to get a domain ported to my other page so I can stop paying for this other website. And I was like, I now know somebody that could do that. And it will take her 10 minutes while I have avoided this for two years. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and I will gladly pay her to do that so that I am not inconvenienced. I paid $60 per month for the website for two years. So how much could I have paid her versus what I've already paid to keep two exactly. websites? Exactly. But we have to learn and give ourselves permission to ask for help. That was what came out on the, the podcast panel yesterday was that women, this is the difference. Successful people ask for help. That's the difference. They don't do anything on their own. No, no. And I would even take that a step further and say, not only do successful people ask for help, but they've also surrounded themselves with other successful people that they know that they can be vulnerable with those people and ask for help and not be made to feel small as a result. You just gave me another podcast topic for a panel. Mm. I mean, I'm here to help. (laughs) i'll give you i'll give you i mean that was the purpose of a healthful life how do i create this community for people around me 
so that health can be accessible, so that fitness can be accessible, so that you're not afraid to ask for something that works the best for you. We need health now more, more than, than ever. we ever have before. And when I say health, God, I'm talking about all of it, the physical part of it, the emotional, the spiritual, the mental brain health, I think right now is for me, at least on the forefront than that's, anything else. That's always been my mojo right there. You know, that's mm-hmm. my, and, and, you know, I started talking about mental health before, before it was a thing and people have always thought I was weird. Why are you talking about stuff nobody else wants to talk about? Because literally it doesn't matter if you want to talk about it or not it impacts everyone's life. And the more you avoid it, the more you will be impacted. And when you lose your mind, you have lost control, period. I mean, if you don't have your mind, you have nothing. Yes. So um, I know we can talk for days, but that just means you need to come back on sooner than later. But I want you to tell everyone how to find you. Two easy spots. First, Instagram, at Lisa Peron. So, and I really, guys, like seriously start the conversation, go in, screenshot the workouts, go through the IGTV, see what's on there, ask questions. I really do encourage the question. Now, if you're sliding into the DMs, make sure that you tell me like, I have a question about the workout or I'm going to delete it because no one likes creepers in their DMs. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) The other spot is my website, which is a healthfullife.org. And all the things link back. Did you laugh, but you know I'm right. I'm, I'm like, cracking up because I don't answer DMs. I have oh, them. Okay. And, and I don't, most of them don't look real. So I, I don't respond. So my response rate is probably zero and I don't care. That's fine. People that know how to find me know how to find me. But these creepers, like I was in criminal justice. I don't have any tolerance for creepers because I actually answered a few messages and found out they were old inmates. And I was like, oh, oh, oh uh, never mind. See, uh, and, that, and that's also because, you know, I also have the the second responder background. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's also like my thing is come into the DM and tell me. I have a question about today's workout. I heard you on Anika's podcast. Start there so that I don't delete the message. <laughs> She's like, our so lives. Good. We got to talk about our lives some more. But um, I want to thank you so much for being here. Any last words thank for the guests, for the ladies? Uh, I have, well, one special thing that I'm doing right now because we're going into the holidays and then we're going into the new year. Don't new year, new you, new you, me with that stuff. I'm not here for that. This is not arbitrary date to get your health under control. Okay. Now, because of that, it's my new year's resolution every year. You ruining all my, my, you know, I am because why do you need a, that's another podcast. Why do you need an arbitrary date to get, get it under control? If, you're listening to what I'm having to say and you're like, man, I really, I do need to talk to her. I will offer your audience 20% off of 90 days of coaching with me. Got it. 20% off 90 days of coaching. Yes. As a special gift to your audience, because you're my people. So if I love you, I know I love them. Yay! Y'all, you are automatically her people because she is my people. And we are her people. So you need to find Lisa Peranzo on Instagram and you will know her when you see her. 
And <laughs> I want you to tap in just to say hello, subscribe, do whatever you need to do, but get connected. It doesn't matter if you start today or tomorrow, just get connected today so you can go ahead and take that next step. I want to influence all of you to, to really check in with your health. You know, I'm, I'm in a season where I am tired of specialists and tired of doctors and I'm ready to take the next step because I'm ready to take control. Um, so I want to thank you for being here as always. Y'all will definitely see more of Lisa in my network. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. As always, stay powerful.